Hi, my name is Stephen Rafferty, and you're watching These Are Questions. This is the interview show where I ask people questions about things, life, and such not. And today's guest is a multi-talented, up-and-coming DJ that is killing it in the game today. Please welcome the one and only Bethel Mahoney. Thank you. I love it. My pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you, Bethel, for being a part of These Are Questions. Hope you're doing well this evening. I'm very good. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome, very welcome. Excited to interview you here for the show. And uh, before we get right into the show itself, I need to explain the rules of These Are Questions. Bethel, I'm going to ask you a series of questions that are going to be based around your career and aspirations, along with a mixture of questions that are borderline idiotic, well, randomly stupid. Do you accept those terms? I do accept those terms. Okay, great, great. So, Bethel, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. Internet, are you ready? I can hear the bass bumping. I can hear people <laughs> yes. raising the roofs. They're making yes. it happening. Dating myself back to the 90s here with that reference, but it's okay yes. because the internet is ready. Yes. Yes. With that in mind, let's begin. So thank you so much, Bethel, for being a part of These Are Questions. I greatly appreciate it. I'm excited to interview you for the show. Um, but I want to dive right into it by asking this important question. And that's an important question I want to ask you is that, you know, you've been doing a lot of DJing work professionally here. And I want to ask you, what attracted you to start pursuing DJing professionally? And talk to me about the early stages of your DJing career. Yes. So um, I've had a music background. I actually have my bachelor's uh, of arts and music. And um, I so I originally started with the cello. But I've always wanted to dive into music technology and, you know, anytime I'd go anywhere and there was a DJ, I would always get annoyed because they would not transition to the next song in a certain way. And having that background just made me go like, oh, you know, I really, <laughs> what, what if I like try to do this myself? Um, but I didn't really go full throttle until it, to it until um, July of last year. But prior to that, I've been making mashups. Um, and so I, through, you know, TikTok and stuff that was rising through there, I got the confidence to kind of say, why don't I go for this? You know, <laughs> why don't I try to take this to the next step? So I'm still in the early stages, but you know, I've had a few gigs so far and I've, I've seen a lot of progress and hopefully, you know, things just keep going the way they are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And it, it's, it's it, especially for early stages, the best thing is just putting yourself out there, seeing what works, what doesn't work. This is the, like the really fun part because you get to experiment with all these different ideas and you're, and you're established, but you're getting there. Like you're getting more established. You have that freedom to play around with things as if you were really, really established. You have your own style and your own vibe. Not that you can't change that. It's just harder. But when you're first, first starting out, it's the best time because you can just throw everything to the wall and see what sticks and see what doesn't sticks. Yes, so that that has been fun messing around with that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And especially with music too, like you have so many ways to play around with different beats, different tracks, different um, different songs, different instruments, and just kind of mixing and matching up and, and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't work and seeing what makes amazing things and what doesn't, you know what I mean? So that's the fun part in that yeah. sense. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. 
and, and, and you know, and we're talking about mashups and all these different mashup tracks that I've had a chance to see you on Instagram and TikTok and some of your various platforms. Um, can you break down for me the steps of making a mashup track? Yes. So I have two ways of going about it. It's either trial and error where, you know, I, I will kind of just sit there and if there's a particular song I really want to hear, I, I normally do BTS members, K-pop, but I'll kind of sit there and go like, oh, I really want to make this work having them on this track. So I go into the BPM of whatever song it is that I, that is like the bass song and we'll go into the other song and see if it's close. So that's kind of my, my first step is are the BPMs like close enough or that I can, you know, mess with it so it can, the tempo can be right. Um, and then also the key of the songs, um, are they relatively close enough where I can not make them sound, you know, demonic or like a nightcore version. <laughs> so usually, so that's when it goes for trial and error, or on the other hand, if I'm hearing something, it'll just come to mind. Like I, I just posted one today where I, I did Akon, I want to love you with uh, vibe by Taeyong featuring Jimin. When I heard vibe, I knew that I want to love you was going to go with it. Cause just hearing it, you know, I was like, these, these are going to go together. So yeah, first is like the BPMs and then the technical stuff, which um, is all about downloading, getting access to the songs, getting the MP3s, being able to separate the instrumental and the acapella so that you can kind of manipulate as you go. And then um, matching them together, which is what takes me the longest is sitting there and kind of, you know, <laughs> matching it up as well as I can. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Kind of, it's like the maestro kind of picking and choosing, picking your little beats, picking your little nuances there, picking your instruments and seeing how it kind of plays around, how it works there. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. As a talent in itself, and you have that musical inclination where you can kind of sense what music could work with something else. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's something you build off with confidence and you build off with just years of experience. So that musical inclination that's inside with you is going to build off as you continue more into your DJing career. Yes. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's awesome there. Thank you. Uh, you you're welcome. You're welcome. Let me ask you, Bethel, which is scarier, public speaking or clowns? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> personally, Clowns scare me a little bit more. Um, public speaking um, kind of goes with DJing where I kind of have to, you know, get used to being in front of people and stuff. So clouds, I think clouds are scarier. <laughs> I've always been scared of them. So. Well, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. They say, they say, <laughs> they, they say people are either scared more of clowns or more with public speaking. And they say people will rather die than do public speaking, which is crazy, you know? And, wow. and some people say they rather not see a clown or excuse me, they rather die than see a clown. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's something there. Um, not afraid of either, thankfully. But let me ask you this as a follow up to that. This is unrelated, but related. What happens if you get booked for a gig and all your like audience members are all clowns? What happens there? Well, um, I would have to overcome a new fear at that okay. point. <laughs> I think I, I would. I would wear sunglasses to kind of dim the, so I don't really see who's in the crowd. For me, clowns are worse than public speaking. <laughs> so yeah, I, I would, I would manipulate the situation to, to deal with it. Yeah. 
okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I respect that. Um, you'll just have your clown mashups as the back burner, you know, just to prepare for that as you as you could just calm the clowns down in 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 yeah. in the venue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, let me ask you: Are you stressed right now? Um, mildly, but not too. <laughs> it's a good stress of like, oh, we're doing this. I'm really excited. Um, I feel like there's good and bad stress. Okay. Okay. Um, since you followed up with good and bad stress, what's one way to de-stress? Um, well, uh, a new way I have been de-stressing is, um, on YouTube, you know how they have those like ambient things like the fireplaces or rain sounds. Um, I, I put rain sounds. I'll put like, it'll be like a New York apartment with this rain ambiance and I'll just kind of put that and sit. (laughs) I think that's a good way to de-stress. Okay. Okay. That, and that's fair. I do that sometimes yeah. too. I have like the little fireplace on or I'll do like the lo-fi yeah. hip hop, you know, and just yeah. kind of stress in that sense there. I don't put clowns on. I think that would make people yeah. more stressed, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but I'll put the lo-fi, I'll put the lo-fi clown. I mean, lo-fi hip hop, not clowns. I swear. Yeah. I swear <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. And you've already kind of mentioned it because you mentioned BTS and, you know, listening to a lot of your masses, I know that you are a big BTS fan. If you had the chance to work with any member of BTS on a mashup, which BTS member would you work on for that mashup and why? Yes. So I would, all of them are talented. I I could do well with a collaboration with any of them, but I think for me, Suga would be my pick because he does more hip hop I, I do all these K-pop mashups, but I, I like mixing them in with hip-hop. For his solo music, he's done a lot of hip-hop and stuff. I think that would be really cool to work with him and make a song or somehow collab um, to do that. Um, yeah, I think Sugar would be my pick. Okay, okay. You heard it here. You know what we're going to do? We're going to send it to BTS's um, contact info. We're going to go to find a BTS email or slide into <laughs> their DMs and be like, hey, let's yeah. do a collab. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not joking. I, I, well, I, I, I hope that it happens. I have been tagging them in every mashup I do. I'm just kind of like, maybe. You never know. You never know. It happens. Like, you, you, you only know if you try, right? You'll know an answer. Um, but if you don't try, then you know the answer is going to be no. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just got to keep finding a way. Keep finding a way. Finding a contact. Official website. Boom, boom, boom. Here you go. DJ setting up. Let's do a collab. Let's do a brief cameo. You never know. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. My next question is something I want to show you. Um, I have a dice cube, okay? <laughs> and this is from this is from points one to six. I would like you to pick a number from one to six of the number you think this dice cube will land on. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll say four. Four, okay. I'm going to write it down. The reason I write this down, and I want you to remember that number because this will play a bigger role at the end of These Are Questions Season 5, okay? You might have picked the right number. You might have picked the wrong number. But all I can tell you is that you picked a number. Very cool. (laughs) Okay? So remember that for later. And for those that are watching and listening to our episode, remember that for the end of our season, because this Dice Cube, this little buddy here, will play a bigger role into the future. All right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. And speaking of the future, as an indirect slash non-direct question, because this next question does not transition into anything, um, Bethel, what's in the bottom of the ocean? Wow. I, I, you know, I 
did take some oceanography in high school, but that, that is long gone. So I, I could not tell you uh, what is in the bottom of the ocean. I don't know. Okay. A, lo a lot of people don't know, and that's fine yeah. if you don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know either. That's why I asked the question, because maybe you <laughs> might have known. Um, I, I just know that there's a, there's a lot of darkness down there. Um, yeah, yeah. I that's what kind of visually came to mind, but I didn't know how to express, you know. I, it's hard. It's hard for expressing it into the ocean because the ocean is really dark in the bottom of it, to my knowledge. Um, and who knows what's under there? It could be anything. It could. There could be. There could be animals. There could be sea creatures. There could be clowns. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe there's a DJ in the bottom of it. Um, you know, it's possible. Yeah. Um, maybe that's where this dice cube's gonna go land in the ocean. I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's where you need to contact BTS. Maybe that's where their contact uh, <laughs> info is. It's in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, that's probably why I haven't had luck because I haven't gone deep enough for them. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You got you got to go into a deep dive. <laughs> yes, <laughs> deep dive in the BTS. Yeah, uh, those are going to be in the list of memorable quotes that this was said on this wacky internet show, and that's yeah. going to be one of them right there. <laughs> yes, deep, deep dive in the BTS. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, speaking of, of, of places here, you know, as you're developing your skills in, in music and developing your skills in DJing, you know, for you, what is the, the dream venue or club you want to perform in in the future? So um, I am someone who thinks big and I, I would love to get to the point where I could do festivals. Okay. Um, Lollapalooza, Coachella, which I, like, I, I want to get to the point where I can DJ a crowd that big. Um, so far, you know, starting small and we'll see how we can get there. But that's my dream venue is I actually put on my vision board for 2023. I just put like obscure pictures of festivals just to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, that's awesome. That works, man. We did, we did that with um, uh, season two episode uh three guests gabby naylor she did a vision board and on her vision board she said to me i needed to get into a interview i needed a interview and then like before she mentioned it on her episode like oh you're the guy this is the interview i was looking for and i was like oh my goodness look at that <laughs> so like on your yeah. vision board right now many festivals all the festivals that's what we're manifesting yes. right now yes yes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. lala lala ultra palooza clown edition that's gonna be yeah. all the festivals <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll overcome my fear of clouds for that one. <laughs> you're going to have to if you want to do Lollapalooza or Ultra, yeah. you know, you're going to have to get fear because there's a few clowns in those festivals. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but that's awesome. And I wish you many successes there. And you'll find the path that works Thank best you. for you. You're welcome as you continue on your DJing career. And since you're just starting on, you're early on and you're and you're very talented in your skill set right now from what I've able to have a chance to listen to, I want to ask you, what is a key piece of advice you fully, truly resonate with your personality? So um, I would say staying positive has been a huge one because um, putting myself out there on the internet, you know, there's been support and there's been negativity and not everything's a hit when I post it. And so that can be discouraging sometimes, but seeing where I've gone so far, um, you know, being consistent um, has really, I have really taken that advice of staying positive to heart because I know that the outcome of, of working this hard, there's going to be a, a great outcome at the end of this. So I, 
just have to keep going. And it's been fun doing this. Um, but yeah, there, there, there could be some setbacks that, that can happen from, especially with the, the internet, you know. But it, it develops the character and you, in order to do, I think in order to do great things, you're going to have to go through some resistance, you know, it's like, it's yeah. like a diamond putting pressure on the diamond and putting a lot of pressure on the diamond in order to get the actual stupid diamond, you know, it, yes. like, yes. you know, it's just building and building and building. So, and you're just starting. So like, you're going to have a lot of highs, you're gonna have a lot of lows, a lot of middles, but you just keep going through the roller coaster of careers. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I am not comparing myself to Will Smith or anything or, or anyone who's who's big. I don't know why Will Smith came to mind, but my friend said the other day, she's like, you're you're just going through your your beginnings right now because I was having a hard day on Friday. And she was like, no, like every everybody who ends up getting there, they they have really hard days. And like as far as like career stuff goes. So, you know, that I had a moment of that stay positive advice <laughs> recently. So yeah. Mm-hmm. It's testing you and like in, in, in any form of, of any form of not just entertainment, but just any form of doing something that you want to do, it's never going to be truly easy. You're going to have moments where it's really tough, very tough, extremely tough times where it may break you, but you just got to keep pushing and keep moving and keep trying different things. And then just like you have to go through the tough times, you're going to go through good times. Tough times don't always last and good times don't always last either, but you just balance in and out. If you're in a tough period, you're going to go to a better period and vice versa, you know? Yeah. It's how life works. I think sort of who knows. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But good advice there. Good (laughs) advice. Staying positive is always very important there. Um, you know, as we're kind of wrapping up in this kind of rapid fire, these are questions interview. I ha- I have one more important question I want to ask. But before I ask that, since you're you said you're a hip hop fan, who are some of your favorite hip hop artists? Curious. Oh, uh, well, um, DMX, rest in peace. <laughs> He's in college. I, I listen to a lot. Um, Migos. I listen to so much throwback from like the 2010s. Uh, that, that's kind of been what I've been going through um, at the moment. I'm trying to of another that comes to mind waka flock of flame i've been listening to a lot of him <laughs> giving really um obscure rappers right now um yeah those are a few that come to mind okay very cool very cool very cool uh, i i i'm i mean that's interesting on there sissy dmx bmx fam obviously x gonna give it to you for example <laughs> um but yeah uh, yes <laughs> I love a lot of independent rappers and artists. Um, some of my favorites include, like, independently include, like, Anderson Pack before he got really, really, really yes. big. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I met him um, a few years ago um, and um, before he got super big. And then I saw him last year for the Super Bowl, uh, or, yeah, 2022 for the Super Bowl. Oh. And he was playing with Eminem. And I was just like, oh, my goodness, I met him. And now he's on the the, the, the Super Bowl, the, the big thing. You know what I mean? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So he's one of them. Another one is George Watsky is a big fan of him and his fast style rapping. And then two that I interviewed for these are questions, a shout out there. Uh, my season one first guest ever was a rapper, Mikey SB. He's, if you're into like chill rap and chill hop and like positive message there, going back to positive messages, he's a great rapper, a uh, good friend of mine. Um, he's always been cool with me. So it's a shout out to him. And also uh, season four guests, uh, Alyssa Marie is another extremely talented female rapper um, who Ooh. is also killing in the game. So giving you some kind Kind of maybe you want to check out their mixes there and maybe you never know if you like there i always yeah. love sharing it there um and also just off the off the cup 
Um, MF Doom, shout out to him. He's dead, but shout out to him. Another amazing rapper. He's your rapper favorite rapper. Yeah. Yeah. So giving you some suggestions there. Just saying, just saying. Very cool. And of course, after you asked, I had more people come to mind. <laughs> like I, I just realized, oh, Megan the Stallion. I listen to a lot of um, women who are rappers too. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you, when you're done with this interview, you're gonna remember like 20 different rappers and 20 different hip hop artists. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's this person, this person, like this person. Yep. Like it's always like that. It's in the moment of the interview, it's like I can't think of it. But after, it's like, oh, I could have said this or I could have said that. And it's like, what happened here? You know what I mean? Yeah, have had one of those moments. But now <laughs> I can. I have to throw Megan Thee Stallion in there because I do listen to her a lot. So. Okay, there you go. There you go. Hey, good, good, good collective mix here of hip hop artists and talented musicians and rappers there um but we are wrapping up here on these are questions season five and this has been a very fun rapid fire these are questions interview but i have one more question to ask you bethel and the question i want to ask you is if you had the chance to write a novel what would be the main theme of your story and can you name me your main character Ooh. um if I had to write a story, mm-hmm. a novel, my, a novel, a novel, yes. <laughs> yeah, a story is different. Um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is your own self. I, um, I guess if I had to write a novel, I would probably write it about overcome. <laughs> I want to give a good answer, like something creative. <laughs> I don't want to give myself <laughs> kind of, um, oh. I think I would do a novel about, <laughs> sorry, this is taking me. <laughs> no, you're good. Think about this. This is a load. It's a loaded question. Um, right. Cause I want it to be a good novel. Um, I have to write a novel. It could be about anything. It doesn't have to be a person. It could be about an animal. It could be about an item. It could be about, I don't know, a DJ. It could be about uh, some, anything really. Okay. Um, along with clowns, I have a big fear of raccoons. So when you said animal, I just thought of a raccoon. Uh, I'll do a story about a raccoon becoming a clown. Um, and this um, clown raccoon, what is the, <laughs> what the purpose of the story is? Um, I mean, this clown raccoon wants to be a DJ, but um, isn't good at it, gets tomatoes thrown, but oh. eats the tomatoes. Okay. Because they're a raccoon, they eat trash. But um, they meet um, a head fox. who's <laughs> like a, a big producer um, or something and, and, and trains them to have the skills needed so that they no longer have to be a clown. That's, <laughs> so- that, that's your novel. And, 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 and what, is yes. your, what is your clown raccoon's name? Oh, um, uh, tra- DJ Trash. <laughs> DJ Trash. Yes. <laughs> But then they evolve out of, I don't even know what like the like opposite of a trash is. I guess they change their name through after they uh, I, I don't know. Well, yeah. well, they, well, there's the famous quote, one man's trash is another person's <laughs> treasure. So maybe it goes from DJ trash to DJ treasure. There we go. DJ trash to DJ treasure from trash to treasures. That's the name of this, the, the novel. From trash <laughs> to treasures. Oh, <laughs> yes. Listen, I'm telling you right now, as someone someone who's written, uh, not novels, but has written stories, has published three books, this could be an idea. You never know. 
another yeah. avenue. I'll add another, um, you know, part of my career. <laughs> there you go. Novel, novelist right there. DJ on by day, novelist. Well, novelist by day, DJ by night. There we go. There we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trust me remember that for later because I, I say things on this show and sometimes things come things come to true and you may be thinking like 10 years down the line you'd be like oh my god steven i actually wrote the stupid book about raccoons <laughs> and clowns and djing and now uh, it's a best-selling novel or something you never know yeah <laughs> we are wrapping up and we are at the end of our these are questions season five interview bethel it's been a great pleasure interviewing you on this season for these are questions but now the internet floor is yours. Anything you want to talk about, anything you want to say, anything you want to plug in or promote, this is your time to shine. So take it away. First, thank you for having, thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Um, I'm going to quickly plug my social media. If you uh, want to hear my mashups and DJing on Instagram, I'm Bethel Mahoney. And on TikTok, I'm Bethel Mahoney Music. You know, I'm the only Bethel Mahoney that I know of. So there's <laughs> I should just pop up um, if you look that up. But yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Very welcome. Very welcome. And I will plug in all of Bethel's information along with my information in the descriptions down below, whether you're watching this on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, at Stephen Rafferty, or if you're watching, or excuse me, are you listening, listening, listening on our podcast feeds on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, just search up These Are Questions, my name, and it will be on there. But you already know because you're already watching or listening to These Are Questions. And for that, we thank you. And with that, all I have to say now is just you have been watching slash listening to These Are Questions. Good night, everyone. Or good morning. <laughs> or good afternoon. Or, um, you, you know, you could be watching this at like, I don't know, 9.27 in the evening and like in Japan. I don't know. Or in Australia. Or in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But wherever you're watching or listening, we appreciate you. So, good night, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>